Welcome back to the Recalibrate Podcast, a series of conversations and ideas that help you feel less alone in your human experience. Each episode is designed to help you reflect and reconnect, leaving you more inspired on your path towards a more purpose-driven life. Today's episode is a special birthday edition. My birthday is on December 23rd and I'm turning 26 years old. So I'm going to be doing 26 things I've learned in my last year. Last year I did 25 things I've learned leading up to my 25th birthday. And yeah, I'm really excited to do this episode today. I think they're so fun to look back on. I was listening back to my 25th episode, which was it feels crazy that it was only a year ago because it feels like I recorded that forever ago. So much has changed since my last birthday, which feels really exciting. But I'm sitting in the same exact spot as I recorded last year. And I am actually, you might notice in my voice, a little bit sick right now. I unfortunately have COVID, which I also had COVID on my 24th birthday. I do not enjoy this birthday tradition. I really do not want to continue it for next year, but I have a lot of bevies to help get me through. First one, I am drinking this throat coat tea. It is a eucalyptus mint situation going on. It tastes very good. Supposedly, is helping my throat. I have a little decaf coffee in this adorable mug. I'm obsessed with ceramics. I'm sure if you watch a lot of Recalibrate episodes, you'll just get to see my whole mug collection, which is a fun bonus. And then I have water to stay hydrated and hopefully get better very soon. I feel like I have honestly been sick for a week. I just have been avoiding it because I have had a lot of fun things going on and I forgot COVID was a thing. It didn't even cross my mind. And then when I was having a cough and I just hadn't gotten better in like a week, I was like, I should probably take care of this. So here we are. I am going to rest after this episode and just relax and hopefully get better soon. But without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Alrighty. So 26 things I've learned this year. I have learned probably a hundred things this year. I feel like I have learned so much about myself and others and how I show up in relationships, but I tried to distill it down into just 26 for you all. I'll go through them and hopefully they'll help you a little bit. I feel like these episodes are just fun for me to reflect on and see how much I've grown in the past year, but always fun to hear how other people are navigating. Okay, my first one is if it's not a full body yes, it's a no. And I think this one came from I just had been doing a bunch of things in my life operating in this half in half out mindset where I like didn't really want to do it but I was doing it and I wasn't doing it with my full intention and it just did not feel good for me to do things that didn't feel aligned I feel like I'm very purpose driven and I like to do things with my full intention and when I was doing things that were not full body yeses then it just really created like this sense of unease in my body and I noticed a huge shift when I started really listening to myself and leaning into those full body yes moments and experiences and people and it just made my life feel so much more vibrant and fun so that is one of my first things I learned this year secondly this year I've spent a lot of work healing my relationship to time and urgency I think it's so easy to feel like in a lot of different areas in in your life that you're behind or you're not progressing quickly enough and it creates this sense of like inner urgency within you that I think is self-imposed and I always gravitate towards this quote that I see all the time and it says actually life is beautiful and I have time 
And I just love that this year, my word of the year for 2023 was abundant. And one of the ways that I really leaned into that was having an abundance of time. And I think that's something that I'm going to continue with my next year of just knowing that everything is just a lifelong practice. And even if I'm excited about things or I have if I have creative ideas or there's things that I want to do, I have enough time to do them and I, I want it to be a lifelong practice. So I have time and you have time too. We all have time. Three, this is a biggie. I am worthy without doing anything. I am inherently worthy. And I think this was a hard thing for me to come to terms with, as I'm sure everyone, but I have just spent so much of my life tying my worth to external things like productivity and my career and ego-driven successes and just accomplishments in my life. And a big unlock I've had this year is that I actually don't need to do more things. I just need to really come into like this full essence of who I am as a person and when I create that space and give myself permission to just be my full authentic self, it gives other people the permission to do the same. And I just think that being around people that have this sense of calm within them really can be a healing force in the world. And it's easy to think like we have to do all of these things to live out our purpose and and just like be of service to the world and especially in your your 20s and your 30 is like our time where I feel like you're trying to prove yourself. And I think what I've really come into this year is I actually don't need to prove myself. There's nothing that I need to do to be good enough to be worthy. I actually just am worthy exactly as I am and I'm deserving and I can operate and access this inner calm when I'm doing things and showing up in my everyday life rather than acting out of this this lack of feeling like I'm not good enough. Number four, it is okay to let go of friendships or relationships that are draining you. This is a biggie this year. I feel like I've done a big friendship relationship audit of who I spend time with and who I want to keep in my life. And I feel like it's a scary thing. I think it's hard for people to let go when they know that their current relationship or their current friendships are not feeling aligned anymore, especially if there's longevity attached to it. But I've really just realized this year longevity is not a metric of friendship. It's really like the quality of people that you surround yourself with, the alignment of your values, how you see the world, how you feel around them. Like I used to think I was so introverted because I was around people that felt super draining. And then I realized, oh, I'm actually not that introverted. I get a lot of energy from people if I'm around the right people. So this year, I've just really been protective of who I spend time with and how I spend my time. And it's created the biggest difference in my energy. This is a perfect segue into number five. You are not unlovable just because someone doesn't love you. There will be so many people who love you exactly as you are. This is something I've definitely learned this year, probably the hard way of going through kind of the depths with myself of feeling like I was unworthy or unlovable or not good enough because certain relationships just weren't serving me anymore. I felt like something was wrong with me because the relationships weren't aligned, but actually it just was not a good fit. And it took me walking away from certain situations and experiences and relationships and people to realize that it's okay when that happens. Same thing, like you can walk away from people without feeling like 
it's something about your character, who you are as a person or needing to change. There are so many people in this world that will just love and adore and appreciate the person that you are if you create the space for them to come into your life. I promise. Number six, everything happens in perfect order. Trust in the timing and let your life unfold. I've just seen this play out this year. I really felt like I had this grand master plan in my head and I would feel stressed over timelines and over like the way in which my life was panning out. And I felt this urgency towards like progressing in my career and certain relationships and things like that. And when I was able this year to just release the resistance in my life towards this this tight grasp that I was holding on to so many things and just let life do its thing and let it unfold, I experienced so much serendipity and magic in my life. And truly, I can just see so clearly now like why every single thing happened as it did and how every little piece along the way needed to happen in that exact order for me to just be living the life that I am right now. And I think it's really hard to see when you're in the middle of it. But when you're kind of past it and able to zoom out a bit, it just it makes complete sense. So I'm very grateful for the timing. And I just want you all to trust that even if it feels shitty or you're going through something right now, everything is truly happening in the exact right order. And it will make sense eventually if it's not making sense right now. Number seven, my life philosophy, but also just I've reiterated it this year, is that it's the little things. It's the little moments of joy. It's the little acts of thoughtfulness. It is those little moments that are just the most important and they are going to be the things that feel the most fulfilling and the most vibrant and the most expansive in your life because that's what truly matters. It's never going to be the big promotions and big vacations and like all of these things that we think are going to bring us happiness or bring us our value. It's really just being able to reframe and know that it's these little moments of joy, of serendipity, of gratitude, of being thoughtful with the people that you love that mean the most. And that is just what means the most to me and fills me up with joy every single day. So I've realized if I'm able to tap into that, I can have joy every single day of my life rather than just waiting for those big life moments. Number eight is communicating with honesty is always the best option. And this is an area that I feel like I've grown into a lot this year feel like a communicating baddie this year. I just feel like I've really been able to speak my needs in a way that I've never been able to in my life and know my inherent value and worth and what I deserve. And I feel a lot of my life I was operating under the premise that I couldn't speak what I actually needed or I wasn't worthy enough to get what I actually wanted because I was so worried about losing people in my life, about losing love, about being rejected, about being lonely and I accepted behaviors into my life that just were not it, it's just not what I deserve and when I was able to really clearly step into my own worth and power and communicate with honesty how I was feeling without being fearful of the repercussions I just have felt so strong and powerful and just like feel empowered in knowing my own intention and my own values, even if it's not reciprocated in that way. You will never be able to control how other people react. All you can do is control how you show up and how you are going to put your thoughts and actions into the world and being okay if 
that means you lose a friendship, you lose a relationship, you lose an opportunity as long as you are staying in alignment with your values. Number nine, control does not equal freedom. This is a huge lesson I've learned is I think I've been operating for so much of my life that if I just have this rigidity and control and structure that I will have freedom or that it will give me freedom. And I've realized that this control is just a perceived sense of freedom. It's not actual freedom. And what actual freedom is, is this ability to have choice and to have the headspace to change and be flexible and be intuitive and listen to what you need in any given moment. And it's not these rigid structures or routines that are going to bring you that deeper sense of connection with yourself. It's actually cultivating the ability to listen to yourself and know that you are going to make the right decision that you need in that moment. That is what freedom is. And freedom is actually my word of the year for 2024, which we, Delaney, one of my best friends and I filmed a whole episode about coming out next week. So I'm really excited and we elaborate more there. But yeah, this is a huge unlock for me this year. Control is not freedom. Number 10, everything you do is an active choice. You are not stuck. And I have spent a lot of this year feeling very stuck in my experience and in certain situations. And I just felt like I was perpetuating this cycle for myself over and over and over again. And I was like feeling so trapped in my own body and my just in everything. And I wanted to literally crawl out of my own skin. And when I realized that I'm actually not stuck. I'm not trapped. I can release this resistance that I'm having towards myself and know that like every single decision I'm making is an act of choice that I am choosing. And I can choose to opt out at any time. Literally, no one is forcing me to be in certain jobs, be in certain relationships, show up in certain ways. It's really just you. And once I had that realization that I was more in control than I thought, It helped me to just really reframe how I was viewing certain situations. Next one goes hand in hand. When you listen to your intuition, it is crystal clear. It can still be scary, but it's clear. And I I always go back to this quote, you don't need more information. You just need more courage. I remember writing my journal at points of this year, like, oh, I don't know what to do. I wish I had more answers. Like, I wish someone would just tell me. And this goes into my next one, number 12. So I'll kind of group them together here, which is trust in yourself enough to walk away before you're ready. To me, these were perfect parallels this year. Like, I did not trust myself enough to walk away from things that I had in my life that were not serving me anymore. And I, related that to not knowing what my intuition was. But really, my intuition knew. My gut knew. I knew what I needed. I just didn't trust myself enough at the time to make it happen. So one of the things I'm most proud of in this past year is this self-trust that I've cultivated with myself in knowing exactly who I am, how I want to show up, what my values are, and who I want to spend my time with. And knowing that I've just got myself, I remember there's points in this year that I just repeated to myself, like, I got you, I got you, I got you over and over again until I believed in those words myself, even when it was scary and I kind of was like getting lost in the stumble ground. I knew that I was going to find my footing eventually. It took me a long time to, to develop that trust and to get there. But trusting in myself, listening to myself and my intuition and my gut has made the biggest difference in my life. Number 13, do it messy and before you're ready. Momentum is better than perfection. This has applied to so many of my passion projects of things that I have brought into my life this year of me completely letting go of perfection and just 
knowing that the way that I'll learn is through experience. And I don't know all the answers. I never will know all the answers. I truly can only know from lived experience. So being able to do things before they're perfect because they literally never will be and just getting over that paralyzing fear of getting started that I've had so many times in my life has resulted in me being able to do such incredible things this year, like hosting my first mini retreat, having live workshops and teaching new formats and building communities and going to events alone and just like really leaning into the things that I want to do. In the past, I would have just never ended up putting them into the world because I'm like, oh, I didn't spend enough time or they're not perfect or I don't know what I'm doing. And it really just shows you that you are so much more capable than you think you are. So do it before you are ready. Let go of your perfectionism to see what happens. Number 14, I've learned the importance of taking consistent action towards who you want to be. And this has been a constant theme of my life. It's like the way that you build habits is you need to embody who you want to be and then start showing up as that person consistently. If you want to do literally anything in your life, if you want to be a runner, a content creator, if you want to be a business owner, you want to learn about a certain subject, you need to embody that persona and then become the type of person that does those things and build those habits and start to build your life around the things that you care about. Be consistent with it. I think consistency is the most differentiating factor of people who succeed. There are so many people that start something. Getting started is the easy part, but really being able to stick with it when it's not easy, when you're not making money from it, you're not seeing results from it is where you're going to find the most amount of value and growth. 15, my whole mission of life of this podcast is that we are living a shared human experience and I am just This has proven true to me over and over and over again that the things that you feel the most isolated and shameful about are the things that you can connect on with others the most if you're open to it. Truly, every single person in this world is looking for community and connection and being able to be open and vulnerable and be open and vulnerable and share your truth is the most healing thing in the entire world. I have experienced it firsthand with this podcast over this past year of me just being so radically open with the things that I'm experiencing and being able to share that with others and feel that be received back to me and hear people say like, wow, I did not know that anyone else had ever had that experience has just been so cathartic for me and just has made me feel so much more connected to everyone else that is in my atmosphere and in the world truly. Like, I know that everyone else is experiencing so many of the shared feelings that I am having and it makes me feel so much less alone in my experience. 16, everything that I want is possible. Do not be the person that says no to yourself. And for so much of my life, I had said no to myself. I had looked at everyone else and saw what they were doing and I knew the things that I wanted to do, but I was the first person to be like, oh, why me? Why would I be the person that leads that workshop, that leads that retreat, that teaches that yoga class and starts that podcast that shows up in that way? Like, what? why? No, it could never be me. And I've had this just reframe of like, why not you? You could do that. Why can't you lead that? Like, what's so different about you and that person? The only difference is that they're taking that that step, that risk, and you're not because you're going to sit there and say no to yourself. And if you are 
not even going to give your if you're not even going to give yourself the opportunity to try whatever it is that you so badly want to bring into your life, it will never happen no matter how qualified or how prepared you are or how credible you are. You have to get over that barrier of saying no to yourself. And I think this year I've just said yes to myself in every single category and not everything has worked out perfectly, but so many places in my life where I wouldn't have even had the opportunity before. I just fully let myself be open to it. And I am so proud of so many different experiences that I've had this year because of it. 17. This is a new one for me. Just because you have free time does not mean you're available. And I am someone that just always loves to have a lot of plans and do a lot of things. I feel like I have a very full life and I feel so grateful for it. And there's so many amazing people in my life that I just want to spend all my time with. But I know that I need to prioritize time for myself and time to be creative and work on the things that I care about. And not, I've really been intentional about protecting my time. And in the past, if like a friend had reached out and was like, oh, are you free on Tuesday morning? Let's do this. And I had a free morning. I'd be like, yep, okay, scheduling it in. Like I, I would love to. But now I've just taken another layer of intention to be like, okay, even if I am free, like do I need to schedule? Should I really schedule that in? And a question that my friend Charlotte asked me when we started doing our weekly reflections was what do you need to say no to in order to be like the fullest version of yourself? And sometimes it's really amazing things that you need to say no to in order to live out this person that you want to be. And of course, there are times where like I'm going to say yes to everything just because I'm in that headspace. But I've really just learned to be more intentional with my time. And it's helped me feel a lot more easeful and less chaotic when I don't need to be. 18, I've just realized how much I need to spend time outside. Time outside is a top priority for me. Even if it's just for 10 or 15 minutes, getting outside makes me feel so much more grounded, so much more calm and happy and connected. And I heard this quote that was like, don't trust indoor thoughts. You need to get outside and have outdoor thoughts. And it it just always makes me laugh because sometimes I'm sitting here like in my room at my desk and I'm feeling so zoomed in and just like so self-centered, honestly. And when I'm able to get outside, I feel so much more expansive and so much more connected. Sometimes I forget, like yesterday, I did not go outside until 4.30 p.m. But I know that when I make getting outside a priority and I spend time in nature, I just feel like the best version of myself. Number 19, spending money on experiences over things. I feel like I've never been someone that has spent money on things, but just even more so this year, I've been proven that spending my money on experiences of like concerts and vacations and trips with friends and having that little extra splurge of like a weekend trip or just something that I really know will become a core memory. I just never regret it. It has just unlocked such a full life for me. And if you have the privilege to reorganize how you spend your money to have less material items and be able to have a little bit more for experiential things, I promise it will make you happier. Like you do not need another pair of jeans or a shirt or whatever. If you can start to shift what you're saving and spending your money on, you will have a more full life 110%. Number 20, 
Creating a home within yourself creates headspace for deeper connection with others. Your relationship with yourself is so correlated to the depth of relationships that you have with other people. And I have had so many times in my life where I just did not have a great relationship with myself and it was 100% reflected in the relationships I had with others. And this year is probably the first year of my life where I feel finally safe and at home within my body and in my being. And let me tell you, the types of relationships and the qualities of relationships that I've been able to have with other people is completely different than before. Because I think what it does is create this headspace for you to actually show up and be present in these relationships that you're having with others rather than you being so zoomed in into your own experience and all of your headspace is super noisy spent being judgmental on yourself and really just like thinking about your own being rather than like how you can connect with others in the world around you. And when I was able to find like this inner peace and stability and ease, it has just freed up so much headspace for me to connect with others, to be more creative and to deepen my relationships in that way. Number 21, take life seriously, but not yourself. I think I used to take myself so, so seriously and I just would be so hard on myself and just so worried to fail or to make a mistake. And I just felt like I had to be perfect at all times. And when I was able to just have so much more silliness and lightness and brevity this year and stop taking myself so seriously, it just made life so much more fun. And also, I think it creates this space for other people to explore the same. Like, if you have this crazy high standard for yourself that you can never fail or you can never make a mistake, it puts others around you on edge. And when you're able to kind of take a breath and step back, it helps the other people around you relax as well. 22, do less. Slowing down does not mean that you'll fall behind. This is something that I continuously remind myself about because it's easy for me to just like want to be excited and pick up all these projects and do all these things. But I would rather show up to less things with more quality than do everything half ass. And I think by doing less, it allows me to be more intentional towards the things that I care about. Another Charlotte quote from last week was, be indulgent about the things that you care about. I just absolutely adored that. Like this feeling of being indulgent in all the things I do and just really engaging fully in how I'm showing up and how I'm spending my time and the people in my life and just letting myself fully be there in whatever I'm doing feels so good to me. And I want to be able to show up like that no matter what. Number 23 is question everything. Question yourself, question others, question your stories, your thoughts, your actions, your beliefs. My boyfriend Ben said this to me this week actually and he said, have strong opinions that are loosely held. I think that is just spot on. One of the best qualities a person can have is their ability to be open-minded and question beliefs and stories that they've held and open up to new ways of thinking. When I've kind of dropped the ego and started to have more flexibility with the stories and beliefs that I was telling myself or things that I was just holding on to so tightly. And I was like, ah, oh, maybe I could be wrong or maybe I'm wrong about this. Like, let me open up to see a different side of it. This permission to allow yourself to be wrong, I think is so freeing and has created so much growth for me this year. This goes in perfectly to my next one, number 24, which is giving yourself and others unconditional permission to change. And I think a reason why I've been able to question everything 
and be okay with that is because I am giving myself permission to change. I think people are scared to question because they're so tightly holding on to this concept of their identity that they've mapped in their head and their willingness to change is low because they're scared of losing themselves in the process. And by giving yourself and the people around you this permission to evolve and grow and change, it creates, again, this sense of freedom within you and your circle to just take on new ideas and get to that next level of whatever you're going for and continually shed past versions of yourself in order to get to where you want to be and live out your fullest, most authentic, iteration of self. That is something that I've really leaned into this year more than ever before is just this openness to change and to to be okay with whatever that looks like. 25, something I am still learning and I know I will continually be learning is that it is possible to find fluidity and intuitiveness within structure. And a question I ask myself a lot is how can I find intuitiveness in routines, in structure, and what does that look like for me? And I think I've found a version of it this year. Definitely, I used to be so structured in the way that I was living my everyday life and I've given myself so much flexibility to explore different ways of how my everyday life could look and it's continually something I'm playing around with the balance of but I'm excited to see how that goes in 2024 and beyond and in my next trip around the sun but I just love that with each version of myself, I become more assured in my intuitiveness and I become more okay with really listening to what I need at any given moment. I think it becomes clearer and clearer to me with each year and as I get older, I am able to listen to what I actually want and what is authentic to me rather than like the noise of what everyone else is saying I should do or or that I need to do. And this ability to go inward instead of outsourcing your decisions to everyone else is super empowering and has just made me feel this connection to self that I haven't had in past years. And number 26, one of my very favorite lessons I learned this year is that it can just be easy. It does not have to be difficult. And this can be in so many facets of life, in your relationships, in your friendships, in how you're viewing things, in your mindset. Not everything needs to be so hard all of the time. And sometimes we just make things way more difficult than they need to be. Or we accept different behaviors from people or even ourselves that truly create so much resistance to the life that we want to live. And I have realized this year by letting go of so much, by letting go of ego, by letting go of relationships, by letting go of people and experiences that are not serving me, that were causing me so much resistance, the space that that created to invite in all of these new beautiful things in my life that have helped me to realize actually things can just be easy has been the most beautiful, grounding, calming thing. And one of my favorite parts of this year is just the sense of ease and peace that I have invited in. So these are my 26 things that I have learned in this past year. It is the the breeding ground of which I have probably been cultivating for way longer than this past year leading up to this. I feel like this past year of my life has just been so expansive in so many ways. And I truly feel like the most me version of myself that I have ever experienced so far in my 26 years on this planet Earth. So I'm feeling so happy and grounded going into my next year. 
And I'm just so proud of myself for how I've navigated all the change and challenge and tribulations of what this past year has brought me. I love doing these reflections and I'm excited to listen back to this next year and see what I've picked up along the way. Thank you so much for being here and for listening. As always, I just absolutely love and adore you for being here and spending your time with me i am so excited for next week's episode with delaney we've already filmed it and we are anxiously awaiting for it to go live so i know you guys will love that one until then you can find me on instagram at recalibrate.podcast send me a dm if you want to chat and i'll see you next week bye everyone